0: Hello and welcome to another episode of Movies That Make Us. I'm Jake. I'm Tracy. And I'm Val. And today we're talking about a quiet Shh. place. So we're going to be really quiet with the whole thing in sign language. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that.
1: Although <laughs> 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 you could. I could. You but, could. But, but it just nobody does, would know. But, yeah, it just doesn't us. translate well <laughs> on podcasts, <laughs> And we wouldn't understand it. This feels
0: good, guys. It's just like the three it's, of us. Yeah, begin. it's been a minute it's, since. Yeah, it it's has. just
2: been us. It and it not that been. I don't love everyone else. Right. But I like just sitting here in our booth at the Watchtower yeah. with our drinks, doing our thing. I'm going to order a bagel in a minute. I'm not even hungry either. I just feel like it. I <laughs> like have that's, to. That's what we're
1: here for, right? Yeah.
0: Bagels and podcasts.
1: <laughs> 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 they have a big jar of Tongan caramel. Up I don't front even know what that
2: means, but it sounds, it sounds delicious. Am- and it looks amazing. I'm like, <laughs> I have to get
1: some. I want that.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was a man. I was like, either way, uh, it sounds right. good. <laughs> Just go for it. <laughs> so we decided that we were going to talk about uh, scary movies um, over the next couple of podcasts. And um, A Quiet Place came up in my mind. And I am not really into like horror films, but I love right. suspense films. And... When I saw the trailer for this film, I was very intrigued. And then when I went to the press screening of this film, I have never been in a theater that was so quiet in my life. Mm-hmm. It was such a different experience than I've ever experienced in a theater before.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it is a very different film from that standpoint, obviously, because they've got to be quiet. Uh, in the film, but it it does cause you while you're watching it, I think, to be a little bit quieter because you don't want the monsters to come and get you either. So you're sitting (laughs) extra quiet. And what I love about this film, um, as far as that goes, you know, in the beginning, they're doing sign language and that's kind of cool. I'm like, okay, this will last like five minutes and then they'll be like in a secret place where they can Mm -hmm. talk. Mm -hmm. But they really keep it up through the whole film. And it's really it's amazing because the sounds are just that much more potent Right. Throughout yeah.
1: the film. Yeah, I went with my dad and the theater was packed and my dad was eating popcorn and it was so quiet. I could hear him chewing popcorn. And I'm like, Dad, hold it down.
2: <laughs> Stop breathing. I can hear you breathing. Just eating popcorn. <laughs> I just thought it was what a really cool human because um, I just love human behavior and seeing mm-hmm. what people will do in certain situations and people sometimes can be jerks in a movie theater you know, right. they're on their right. phones, they're talking they're, you know, they wait until the quietest point of the movie and then they start opening that bag of candy that they could have opened during the trailers, right? right? And in this movie when I went, it was nothing. Yeah, Like yeah. there was even a baby, somebody brought a baby to the screening. Oh, I hate that. The baby didn't even make a noise. <laughs> like it was, wow. the w- and usually like newborn don't. They're going to sleep through the whole yeah, thing. It's sure. like the toddler that shouldn't be there. And then you're just looking at the parent like, what, what are, are you, you doing, dick? Right? Right. But no, in this, <laughs> it was so quiet. And you just wanted to pay attention. And I'm like, this is why when you're talking to people and you want them to be quiet, you actually lower their your voice and everyone will pay attention. And John Krasinski, I so impressed with him not I mean I've always liked him as an actor right but I was like okay he's gonna direct he's this Jim film from the you office. know yeah. right. and I mean I've seen him in other things by sure. this point sure. other than that but yes I mean Jim is fantastic but I was like I don't know how this is gonna go his wife is in this It mm-hmm. could go really well or it could go totally in the toilet and I I actually thought that it was Emily Blunt's best performance ever I would
1: agree with that really good. absolutely um yeah, that, that whole series of the way they filmed it, um, when you have the, the young lady who's deaf, mm-hmm. they actually don't have any sound. Yeah, there were parts where she purposely took Mm -hmm. sound out Mm -hmm. in order to emphasize the visuals more. And then they would do um, they had to be very quiet on set, too, because they had to get the sound of the dice rolling. Right. And some other things like that, walking through the sand Mm -hmm. that you wouldn't think of. uh, Normally, you just do it in foley art, but they wanted to actually kind of capture it and then tweak it um, in the post-production.
0: Yeah. And, and you know, it's really cool. The actress who plays uh, the deaf girl, her name is Millicent. Or yes. Millie, but yeah, she, Millie. she's from here.
1: Really?
2: I didn't yep, know that. she is from here, okay. and um, she's phenomenal. I she's knew she really was, great. I cannot I knew wait she was really to deaf. see her in more
0: everything. Yeah. I think so far it's been this, and then her first film was Wonderstruck.
2: Yes, and if you haven't seen Wonderstruck, it's a great film.
0: She went to the same school that my kids go to. Oh, that's fantastic. When Wonderstruck came out, they took the whole school and went oh, and watched it at the neat. theater. That's really cool. Yeah. That is cool. So, yeah. Well,
1: and I love the fact that they actually hired a deaf actress instead of hiring an actress and then teaching her how to do sign language. Mm-hmm. And I read, too, that the girl actually was teaching some of the cast members um, different things and be like, yeah, technically you're right, but this is the way you'd really do it.
0: Yeah, and I think they even brought in an American Sign Language coach to yeah. help with the with nice. the sign language. So they tried to make it as authentic as possible. Um, I do love that they hired a deaf actress because yeah. it's it's – far too common that they don't
2: because they didn't have to they didn't didn't have to and you're seeing it more and more in Hollywood This Is Us um, is back on and they have an actor in um, the show, This Is Us, who is seeing impaired. And I say, I don't want to say blind because he can see um, mm-hmm. light and shapes. Mm. But he was on Broadway in Newsies. This is his first television spot. And he, and he plays a blind singer. And he is a blind singer. Okay. That's and awesome. so it's so great because, again, it's acting. They don't have to hire people who are. You can act like that. Right. right? right. Mm-hmm. But it's just so great that there are more opportunities for Um, you know, people with disabilities and he is actually um, he's on the uh, actors with disabilities association or something like that. And which is really cool that I'm trying to learn more about now because it, I mean, everybody should be able to act. It's acting, right? Right. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, and, and it's a big deal for the deaf community because it is so often that they are represented by somebody who's hearing. And there are so many talented Deaf actors out there, yeah, and there's no reason why they couldn't be in a film right. playing a deaf character. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, they're they're much it's much a deeper pool than just um, uh, Marley Matlin.
2: Yeah, well, oh, and mm-hmm. so my daughter's really into the Switched at Birth yes um, TV show, and so my daughter's been into learning sign language since. Um, she learned she started learning in preschool because she went to a school that that was you know they taught spanish and they taught sign language and then all the way through her elementary school and so she is really into it and then when that show came on she specifically would watch that because the actors would speak in sign language Mm so um we're just you know it it shouldn't be something that that we even think about it should just be something normal because it's it it is a normal thing that is everywhere
1: right right
0: well, in this case, it helped this family survive yeah. whatever apocalypse mm-hmm. they were yeah. going I mean, through. Except for the
2: little. Oh my oh, goodness! Yeah. I mean, I just. That, yeah, that's oh. a hard moment. Because you're thinking, the I- there's
1: no way. Just- there's no way. He just-, <laughs> he just wanted to be a little boy,
2: and I, I that scene over and over in my mind and you see it coming and they do such the camera angles Mm -hmm. and the sound. And you know, back in film school, they would teach you about sound and the sound cues and hearing. And I feel like this was very old school, like Hitchcock in that it wasn't in your face sound like a shark movie or, Mm -hmm. you know, something Mm -hmm. like a slasher movie where you, it's like, it was just this very eerie. And you're like, Oh man, like it's going to happen.
1: Noise starts from the toy. Yeah. Oh, and he and I'm sitting there going, and his dad they can't, couldn't they, say can't, them, they and can't, they can't, and they did, and I'm like, that was when, because that's very early in the film, that's yes. when I was like, yeah. okay. But
2: they're not I'm messing dead. around, exactly. like, they are not messing around.
1: <laughs> yeah, well, they, it, They're taking it there.
0: And it had to be early in the film, that sets up the dynamic between, uh, Reagan, I think is the yes. daughter's name, yes, and, uh, and the Reagan. dad, um, because she obviously blames herself and feels like everybody's blaming her, because she was the one that gives him the, the, the space shuttle. Yeah. right? And yeah. So and she's just trying early. to be
2: a good sister, you know? She yeah. Just, she was like
0: a great big sister. She's like, you're, you know,
2: you're fine. Yeah. Yeah. You have this. And, yeah. You know, they'd had, they had been good up until this point. So you, it's just like us in everyday life as we just go on thinking that this is going to be every day. And why would it change? Right. And, mm-hmm. and it an life to change in an instant. Right. And, you know, the other one in that part in that movie is when the old guy comes out yes. and, go, and he's just like, don't, don't. And he does not And I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I just, like you're on the edge of your seat. I was on the edge of my seat for half mm-hmm. of this film and the other half I was like deep in to my seat, you know? Cause yeah. I'm just like, Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Cause well, they're they, so good at letting you see everything that's going to come, but you can't do anything, anything about it. About it. No.
0: no, like, okay. When, when she's going up the stairs oh. and she pulls the nail up oh. and they focus in on the nail. I'm like, Oh no, <laughs> I know that that's going to happen. She goes
2: to step on it and we know she's going to yes. step um, on it. And I'm just oh. like, uh,
1: just thinking about it gives me chills yeah, I because can't, her acting in that scene is so good. It is. Well, This is
2: the thing is like, you want to be happy when you find out that you're going to have a baby. Right. But in this instance, that's like, horrifying. The yeah, worst it's thing horrifying ever. because you are going to bring, a small child into a world that is not really a good place right now. And babies are unpredictable. Mm -hmm. So what are you going to do? And and the detail that they put into every different room that you go, that they took us into, into this film and the basement and, you know, all these different areas, Um, You know, it's just so many different details. And and when you go back and see it, and if you've only seen it once, go back and watch it again and again. And I would actually encourage you to watch it without sound. Mm -hmm. I usually do this for every film the second time I watch it. Because if it doesn't hold up without sound then it usually doesn't hold up.
1: We were taught that in film school. That was one of our examples. Yeah. We we actually had to do a film that was silent and be able to convey the message. Yeah, I had to do,
2: oh my gosh, it was the worst, trying to do an eight-minute movie uh without sound. I'm Mm -hmm. like, I'm Italian. What are you doing? We can't tell short stories. Like, everything's 45 minutes and you want me to not say anything? What are you doing to me? But... Yeah, so it's with this one, it's so great because once you turn the sound off, you can actually see more detail in where they focus your eye to look yep. and everything mm-hmm. from the blankets on the floor, like the coloring throughout the film. And it's just really cool. And it, it made me a little bit sad, though, that when Bird Box came out, they, they compared it to this film because right. it was similar in the sensory. Right. Mm-hmm. But Bird Box, the book, actually came out Way Way before, before. and I read the book and the book was so great, but I love, I love them both in the fact that they're testing our sensory Mm
1: -hmm. as an audience. Right. Well, and the thing I loved about this one too, is because we're so used to as an audience, we've been trained for sound cues, the music cue the yep. s- the creak of the stairs, you yep. know, as the killers coming up the store, and you didn't have that in a lot of this movie, and in fact, they almost didn't have any music. They didn't have a score almost, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. they decided at the last minute, okay, we're going to put some in, because otherwise, it's going to be too weird. But it was actually mm-hmm. just was, enough. Exactly. Like they yeah, it was just a right. Job.
2: But they really did utilize our eyes more than they utilized our ears, but they you forced could still you to. hear yeah. it. Like, I could hear her almost stepping on the nail. <laughs> you know. know, I'm just <laughs> and we've all done that where our kids are asleep and we've stubbed our toe mm-hmm. and you yeah. have to hold your breath because you don't want to wake the kids up. So we kind of know the pain, but at the same time, we don't because yeah. there's not a monster after us. <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> how does this affect you and your world jake like tell yeah, everyone I'm about so your well. world and how this is a little bit different for you because people may not know this might be the yeah, first podcast that they're that they're, they're, they're chiming in to. on yeah yeah so
0: i've i've got three deaf kids um and two of them have cochlear implants and that was the device that she had on in the in the movie as a cochlear implant um, and then one of them uses hearing aids uh, I, I have three other kids who do hear but they're not important to this story <laughs> so, <laughs> so I'm glad
1: you clarified in were, this story yeah. so there was a
0: lot of really good that came from this movie uh, the deaf community I know was really really excited when it came out because it was a lot of representation, a lot of sign language um, but there was some stuff that wasn't great about it either Okay. Um, that people struggled with um, within that community. For example, when you watch it and you're in the theater, you get subtitles when they're signing, but there's no captioning when they're talking. Oh. oh. And when, if you're pushing a film out there saying, hey, they're using American Sign Language, this is really cool, they've got a deaf actress. Then, yeah, it
2: should be both there ways. There should be
0: captioning yeah. on there for the speaking, too. But instead, yeah, we'll we'll enable hearing people to enjoy the movie throughout, but we're not going to enable deaf people to enjoy the movie
1: throughout. I didn't know they did that. That's yeah, interesting. They either should
2: have had both or they should have had none because right. what it would have been for us is realizing that we can't understand when we would have to. Yeah. We're put into a world now where we're we've got to figure it out, mm-hmm. you know? Because if all of a sudden this happened to us and I had to speak sign language, I know the alphabet. Yeah. Like that's, and I know some swears. Yeah. But <laughs> like that's,
0: but the-, the swears, in this particular instance, the swears would probably come in handy
2: I mean, you know, and I can see that. And so that's, but I think what it also proved is that a film can be made Mm -hmm. with this quality and this big of backing and, and such a wide, like people loved this film. It was one of my favorite films of that year. And I wish that it would have gone a little bit further in the awards, but it was up against some like big, big movies that were just also amazing that year. But I wish it would have won something because I think it would, in the bigger arenas, it actually won a bunch of um, awards in the smaller arena. Right. But um, because we need more movies that I always talk about. We need movies that challenge us, that push us as an audience, that gives us something different. And this was so different in so many
0: ways. It was. And and I loved the portrayal of the parents Mm -hmm. um, because they sign like I sign. (laughs) Meaning, like, when you watch Millie sign in there, she's got her face, the expressions, all of that going on, because that's a whole natural part of sign language. And when I watch my kids sign with each other, it's the same thing. Like, it's not just what you're doing with your hands, it's Mm -hmm. everything that you're doing is communicating. And when hearing people learn sign language, often the expressions are not there on the face. They, You know, we try to Uh, do sign language like we do talking, right? There's Mm -hmm. words and you put words in order and Mm -hmm. that makes the sentence and that conveys your meaning, but in sign language it's all conceptual and it's very different and so I think, as I was watching I'm like, yeah, that's probably what my wife and I look like when we're signing (laughs) to our kids. It is, I
2: saw you at FanX trying to sign during your panel and deadpan
0: face.
1: It's true. Did you guys did you or your wife know sign language before your kids were diagnosed or did you have to learn that? Uh, we learned it
0: after. Wow. So we had to, to learn that and and had to. I mean, when you've got a a, a child who has hearing loss, mm-hmm. you're kind of given, you, you have to make these decisions right then that are going to affect the rest of their lives. And you get pushed from a lot of different directions. And so, um, you know, there's the push to only go auditory and, and do only the cochlear implant and only teach them. To speak and don't do the sign language or to do only the sign language and and not do the cochlear implant or uh to to do a mix and and you've got to decide these things that are going to affect who your child is and what opportunities are available for them and wow. it's really hard
1: Wow. Um,
0: but we chose to do the sign language and um the cochlear implants and and go that route so and it's been good for us yeah good. but but we've also learned as parents like That's what worked for us.
2: It doesn't work. Mm -hmm. It's just like parenting anything. Right. And and just because it works for you doesn't mean it's going to work for someone else and every situation is different.
0: And it was hard because when you're a parent and you're going through that, there's support groups for parents who are pro ASL and support groups for parents who are pro cochlear implant. But there's not a lot of support groups just for parents. Like hmm. I'm just pro you're the parent and you've got to I'm make the right choice for your kid, kid and I'm, I'm going right to empower life. you to do whatever you need to do. Well, for Maybe what
2: you-, you need to start that group. I guess
0: I probably should. You don't
2: have enough to do. I know. So I don't really should. have anything <laughs> else going on. So I, I probably should.
0: But... But while we're talking about cochlear implants, mm-hmm. I just want to throw this out there. That was the one thing that took me out of this movie. Oh, okay. was her cochlear implant? Uh uh-huh. huh. So? Because that became a crucial part of the story, right? It was the feedback from her right. processor,
1: right?
0: Um, that affected the monsters, and and then she put it up to the microphone,
1: amplified it,
0: and amplified it. So cochlear implants don't work like that.
1: Oh, okay. That's okay. not
0: how the technology works. Now, a hearing aid would work well, I'm like done that.
2: talking about this movie now.
0: I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm just, I'm, just, I'm,
2: just, just, just I'm
1: never watching this movie again. Kidding. Never mind. I'm I won't kidding. talk about it. I'm this. just but, kidding. No, but this was hard for
0: me because – so hearing aids, they amplify sound, so they'll give you that feedback sound. But a, a processor for a cochlear implant – there's two parts to an implant. There's a part that actually gets implanted um, that's under the skin, and that's the receiver. And then you've got the processor that sends to the transmitter that sends to the receiver – but it works like Bluetooth or like a wireless mm-hmm. network kind of a thing similar but, to but that. But Dad
2: was messing with it a lot. And so do you think it's because it was doing that because he was messing with it So, and because the monsters have something weird in their bodies that, that reacted, reacted to, to it? Because so, dads sometimes mess things up when they try and fix them. <laughs> Absolutely. First of all.
1: <laughs> when dad becomes handyman. So,
0: so when he's sitting at the bench and he's working on it, I'm like, well, that's never going to work. Because we've gone, like, you go to get it mapped. And it takes, like, an hour for the audiologist to hook up this computer thing. And it's like, because everybody hears differently. And so cochlear implant works differently for everybody. So you, everybody gets their own individual map. So as he's sitting there doing it, I'm like. Yeah, soldering it together is not going to make that thing right, work. Right, but he has no other. <laughs> but he's he has, got no other option. Yeah, has
2: no other option. So options. he's doing so I the think best he can as a He Did dad. that because he was touching things he shouldn't have touched.
0: It 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 could be, but it just doesn't amplify the sound the same okay. way that a hearing aid does. And so, anyway, so that part was uh, the only struggle for me. But I thought that's how they wanted to move the story forward, right. and it doesn't like it takes me out of it a little bit, but it doesn't change the fact that it's still a really great right. story. Right. Okay. So.
1: So what do you think about the sequel? Uh, John Krasinski announced that yeah. he was not going to do a sequel. This was never meant to be. This was meant to be a standalone then, film.
2: Um, like a couple weeks and then ago.
1: A truckload of money showed up and he said, OK, um, yeah, no, because I'm sure there's the other monsters... reasons. He said he actually discovered like he came across an idea that he thought was interesting enough to continue with. I mean, um,
2: if he thinks it's interesting enough and this is his story, then I'm going to believe him until I'm I see it, and it. It sucks. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So it's interesting. We don't know much about it. We don't know if it's a sequel or prequel. I
2: kind of just want it to to begin right as she's standing on the porch with a shotgun. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to see her take everything down. Yeah. You know, and then how does that world get back to the place that it was at?
0: Yeah. Where did these monsters come from?
2: Yeah. Do we find
1: out? Oh, I love the fact that we never knew.
0: I I I do too. I love that. But if we're going to do a sequel, then right. like, what else Explored do we dive into? You know? I think
2: it would be: have we gotten rid of all of them? And then how do we get back together as a culture now?
1: Right. I th- yeah. I, I
2: mean, they don't even have to go back to the monsters. It's now we know we're not the only things out here. Mm-hmm. Are we going to change the way that we live our lives? Or are we going to go back to being, you know, what we were before? Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, it's, it'll be interesting to see, you know, which way they go with this. Um, I gotta say though, I love all of the outdoor, like at night. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. Trying to figure out where everybody Mm -hmm. is. And I I don't, I just, cause you, he made you feel like panicked. Right. Yeah. And as a parent, I'm panicked. And as the kids, I'm panicked. And (laughs) I'm just like, yeah,
0: (laughs) we, I was watching this, um, yesterday in preparation for this, uh, show. And my wife was running a couple of errands and she got home and we had to get the kids somewhere. And I'm in the middle of trying to, watch this because when I watch movies at night and the kids are still awake I'm like watching it in bits and pieces because right, sure, that's how right. life yeah. goes mm-hmm. but like I'm so panicked that like she's like we've got to get going I'm like
1: okay okay, okay. she's like whoa calm <laughs> like, down you know she just smack <laughs> <him laughs> you yeah. up Pull yourself together, together. <laughs> but,
0: but it made you feel that you're like on this heightened yeah. like vigilance mm-hmm. I don't know it, it, it definitely does and I love so I'm, not, I'm like you Val I don't like horror films yeah, I just, I don't care for them, but this is more of a... It's
2: a suspense. Yeah. A it's suspenseful really, and it film. it really is, it's kind of one of those, um, not really apocalyptic, but it's, it's kind of like what you wanted, um, Tom Cruise's version of...
1: Uh, is it Oblivion? Is no, that what you're
2: thinking of? no, 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 the remake of Orson Welles...
0: Oh, War of the Worlds. Worlds. Oh, yes. Yes. Because
2: War of the Worlds had so many things in it, the remake, that I wanted to love. Mm -hmm. But then it had parts that I was like, (laughs) right? (laughs) And so when I saw this, it was very similar in that you had the aliens. You didn't know where they came from. It's changing the way that our... The way that we have to live as humans and we have to figure out, you know, what to do and how to get rid of them. And it's, you know, even the coloring, how it was this deep coloring in the film, mm-hmm. um, you know, the reds were deep, the blues were very deep rich. and, you know, very rich coloring um you know, it, it reminded me of that movie a lot, except for this one was really good. Um, you know, in War of the Worlds, I, it has a place in my heart, right. for right. sure. But it, there was just some parts that I that didn't work for me in that film. But for this one, you know, now that I know about the cochlear, but it's still, like, even knowing that, it still works so so well. Yeah. Because yeah. for me, as someone that doesn't deal with that, all I wanted to do was learn more about it at the end. Right. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. what would we do if we if we couldn't, and, you know? Yeah. So, but I just, it was so smart. It was such a smart, detailed film. You stole the
1: word I was going to use. It's such a smart (laughs) film. No, no. All the little details, like putting sand down Mm -hmm. in the path and in the house so that you don't get any squeaks and playing board games with felt nice and Because you know, yeah, for um,
2: me I'm like how many things did they have to figure out like on set that right. you know would make these noises or that wouldn't mm-hmm. and so I just like yeah. the inventiveness of what the details they had to put yeah. into making this film makes it well, even cooler. the
1: story is is that the, the guy there were two two writers two screenwriters and John Krasinski got it and read it and was like I have to do this he was like I'm I'm in and he said to Emily Blunt, I want you to be a part of this. And she was like, uh, I don't know. It might be weird because you're directing. You're my husband, husband and wife. And she read the script and instantly said, I'm in. I'm doing this. Yeah. Um, because she said it was such a smart, compelling script. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah
0: it really is. And and the detail, everything, it, it just works so like well. in the creature and it builds design, it all up. too.
1: Yeah. That it, didn't look like anything I'd really seen before before it
2: felt familiar but it
0: but yeah, wasn't yeah, like, yeah
2: but unique and yeah
0: i i felt like it reminded me a lot of the stranger things demogorgon see
2: and i haven't uh, i've only watched one I episode of stranger things that. so
0: but yeah. i feel like this is the i feel like the demogorgon type monster like what we saw in a quiet place like in stranger things seems to be like the new zombie like this is yep. the new trend yep. yeah. that we're gonna start see seeing that. in in these horror films. What
2: did you guys think about his relationship with his son and his daughter? Do you think that his relationship and that he would only take his son with him out, but leave his daughter at home? Do you think it was because she was hearing impaired or do you think it was because she was a girl or do you think it was because of both?
0: Yeah, I, I don't know. I think as a, as a parent who who has kids who mm-hmm. have different abilities Um, you're always afraid that your biases come into the parenting choices that you make. Um, I do think that that was part of it for him, that like if he takes her out, and that's why he was constantly working on her processor to get one that worked um, because he knew that being able to hear the sounds – Mm-hmm. whether it's the monster coming up on you or the sounds that you're making was crucial to her survival. Right. 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 And crucial to his survival too, if she's out with him. So I do think that, that played a role in him leaving her behind. I hope that that's the case almost more than it was just, well, you're the daughter, so you've got to stay and take care of mom. Right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I, I can understand the one and the other one feels sexist to me.
1: It, it yeah. does. But in that yeah. society, I think you would revert to kind of your most base, Instincts, and there's kind of an instinct for guys to be with boys and moms with girls. Sure. And I think, kind of, in that society, you kind of naturally kind of. Well,
2: and do you think maybe he was trying to teach his son survival so he could take care of them if something had happened to him? Like, there's so many different scenarios, and it made you question every one. Like, it didn't put. I like how the movie didn't put a set thought in your mind. It let you. Make think your own through decision. you know, the scenarios of what you would have to think of if you were there instead of like, this is what you should think.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Well, and I love to, at the end when he signs to her in the script, he signs, I love you. And it was actually the, the actress who said and suggested that they change it to, I've always loved you. Yeah. And because it's going back to that, her, he's acknowledging her hurt mm-hmm. and was letting yeah. her know I've always done what I've done because of love for you.
0: Yeah. Well, and, and, you know, he had that moment talking to his son where his son says, you know, do you blame her? Do you love her? Do you? And I think that those are the moments as parents where you're always worried that you're making a mistake. But yeah. even on a bigger level, like, am I letting my kids know that I care about them? Yeah. And you you make decisions and you do things because you love them and you do things to protect them to keep them safe to help them and sometimes
2: to, you have to do something but then you that realize hurts you so that they feel like they how does that
0: come across yeah, yeah
2: yeah I had to I mean I've had a lot of big decisions that I've had to make over the past year and my teenager recently told me that she wants to spend the rest of the school year at her dad's house and not live with me oh my which is it doesn't that she, it's not that she doesn't want to live with me right it's that she doesn't want to move again.
1: Gotcha. Right. And
2: for me as a parent, I can be hurt that she's not going to be with me and I can be sad or I can recognize as a parent we have to make hard decisions. She made that decision. Right. She feels good about that decision. She feels safe. She's doing well in school. And I'm not going to go in a different direction like I'm not a good parent or, you know, her dad, blah, blah, blah. Like you have, there's a point in life where you as a parent have to understand that your kid may know what's good for them, even though you have other ideas. And I think that is the struggle Mm -hmm. in this movie with her. She knows that she is capable of all of these things. And he's struggling with wanting to accept that because he just wants to take care of his family and put them in the basement and lock the door.
1: That's We all want to do with our little girl. I don't want my little girl to have to
0: face this world. And I think in a world where making a sound, makes you extra vulnerable. I think he looks at her as the one that's the most vulnerable yeah, because right. she doesn't, she's, she cannot perceive that. I mean, right. I love, uh, in the deaf community, they always talk about a deaf person can do everything a hearing person can do except hear, And this puts you in a position where that kind of becomes yeah. a crucial thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and she wants to prove she's going to be fine and she's going to be able to survive and she can take care of herself but at the same time he's already lost a son Yeah, right. he doesn't want to lose a daughter right yeah. and so he's going to do everything he can yeah. to keep those well, kids safe his wife is
1: pregnant so that adds even more weight to him and yeah.
2: she's stronger than everyone she in that movie she is
1: Holy so cow. strong giving birth i, I was I blew, that whole scene in the bathtub just blew well and me then away. the
0: moment when he comes in and all he sees is the empty bathtub with the blood like my heart broke, so I'm like, I know exactly what he's thinking. She's gone, yeah. mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. he's lost her, and that's, like, everything and that he, all the pressure, all the stress that he's been under, and now she's gone. Like, right.
2: And he can't do anything because he still has two kids somewhere. Mm-hmm. So yeah. he can't panic. He can't make noises. You he can't, can't, can't go look for her. <laughs> yeah, he has to go well, find his kids.
0: And in that moment when he slumps against the wall, and he's just, you can tell, like, he is just on the brink of yeah. no return. Right. And then her hand pops up and it's like, okay, good. <laughs> I mean, I, I jumped a little bit, of course, but then, the, the, okay, she's, she's okay. I mean, okay-ish, but I yeah. Mean, yeah.
2: Right, right. <laughs> I mean, she's got a hole in her foot and she just gave birth. <laughs> but without
1: she's, saying she's a peep doing, or drugs. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Um, one thing that I read too that I thought was really interesting is they said that they purposely designed the sign language to fit the character. So the mm-hmm. dad's sign language was much more abrupt and little sentences Mm -hmm. and Emily Blunt's character was much more long and soft and she wasn't emphasizing the words as much as he did. And so she's trying to be a little bit more nurturing. And then they said they wanted the daughter to have kind of this rebellious streak in her. So she was often trying to be aggressive back. And so did Mm -hmm. you kind of notice that when you watched it?
0: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you, I love it you can tell the way like when he's out there trying to get her to put the processor on and she's like it's not gonna work it never works it's never gonna work he's like stop, stop stop And she's like slamming her hand down that is clearly like she is frustrated upset rebellious sure all of that when he's signing it is the most clumsy sign language and it's, <laughs> and it's perfect uh-huh. because you can tell that he you know this is out of his comfort zone most parents of deaf children are hearing they've never signed they've never had this experience yeah. and they've got to pick it all up right. and so when he's signing it is perfect and it is very slow and um, deliberate in the mm-hmm. way he does it and mm-hmm. it doesn't flow as well as when mom's signing um, yeah so all of that because I is hadn't in the, thought
1: of that till I read that and I was like oh my gosh that makes perfect sense yeah. so I like the fact that since you speak the language you, you pick that up right yeah. away because I didn't
0: the best example of his is when they're at the river and he, you know, he's signing here is big sound and you know here little sounds are safe and the way he's signing it, I'm like, oh my goodness you're like in ASL one <laughs>
2: but that's what we would be in <laughs> oh yeah
0: <laughs> but, it made sense.
2: but it's also when you're talking to your child like a child, even though they're not a child yeah. Yeah. you know when you're trying to prove a point to your kid and so you're talking down to him, even though you don't want to talk down to them so you're like You know, I kind of felt like that, too, is like, she knows what you're saying. She knows what's
1: going
0: on. And in that one, he's talking to his son, and he talks differently to his son than he does to his daughter. Sure, He's much more deliberate, much slower, and... And that's, uh, yeah. I mean, that makes sense, too, because yeah. ASL isn't, you know, he's he's hearing. He
1: yeah.
0: prefers talking, and yeah. so it's li- you've got to slow it down.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, my cool. kids
0: have to slow it down for me. <laughs> 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 that's awesome.
2: <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, well, it will definitely be interesting to see um, what the second film will be mm-hmm. about. I wish he, I mean, I it, even if it's amazing, I kind of wish he would have stuck with that it didn't need a sequel, that it was what it yeah. was and then make another movie. Cause you're good at it.
1: Right. Yeah. Make a
2: different movie cause you're good at it. Yeah. Especially, he's
0: a talented filmmaker for sure. I mean, this was his first. Yeah. First, first direction. Yeah. 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 And, and it's interesting that I, I would imagine I've never directed a film, but I would imagine it's very hard to direct yourself.
1: Oh, I can't even,
0: imagine.
2: I mean, and then, as well you, as and then did. you have your wife and then yeah. you have kids and then you have a kid with you know, hearing loss. So, and you're on set with people that maybe, you know, aren't good with kids and don't know anything about hearing. loss. So you've got a bunch of things on there that make it even more difficult. And you're on, you know, this location, you know, and you have to make sure that, because usually when you say quiet on set, it's a very different (laughs) (laughs) thing. Like this is like, we're going to go beyond beyond quiet, beyond quiet.
0: (laughs) But he did a phenomenal job. Yeah. And I agree. I I like the way this one ends. I love that it's just, she's like, okay, she nods to her daughter and she gets ready to put (laughs) it up there. And she's just,
1: because you're expecting her to just go Sarah Connor on these things. And then you don't get it. And then it just just ends. And I'm like, what? No, that's perfect. I like it.
0: So I don't know that I want a sequel, but Hollywood. Movie production studios, Mm. they're in the business of making money. And if there's money to be made, they're gonna, and and a story to be told, they're gonna do it. Almost
1: 400 million. So, and
2: if they're making another story with this actress in it, that's gonna open more
1: doors, right?
0: Yep, absolutely, great.
1: And and I like the fact that Krasinski took time. This this movie has been out for a while. This wasn't something where they're like, okay, go 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 go. This doesn't feel rushed. It mm-hmm. feels I hopefully that the it will feel as organic as the first one did. Yeah. It doesn't feel like a cash grab to me. Yeah. And when he says, hey, I came up with an idea that intrigued me, I'm like, okay, cool, I'm interested. Yeah. To see that, yeah. Well, and even
0: if it even if it is a cash grab, I think I'm okay with it as because I think they understand we've got to be able to tell something or make it as compelling as the first one. And if they do that, then I'm fine with it. Yep. But we'll see. We'll see. It's
2: either going to be good or it's going to be Iron Man 2. And then.
1: (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) (laughs) At least you didn't say Sharknado.
0: (laughs) But I think you actually like Sharknado way more than I like Iron Man (laughs) 2.
1: (laughs) <laughs> the only thing with with the Sharknados is just when you get with a bunch of friends and you're all riffing yeah. on it like Mystery Science Theater, that's what made it so much fun. Watching yeah. the movie, by if you were watching it by yourself, you'd be like, oh my god, what am I doing? Well,
2: maybe that's my problem. Yeah, there you go. You <laughs> can just get with to a little it little people. By what you, like, A I bottle watching? of wine
1: and a bunch of friends and you'll have a blast. <laughs>
2: <laughs> when you drink a bottle of wine, even with you're not with people, you feel like you have a bunch of friends. <laughs>
1: sure he's like I'll take your word for it yeah I don't know
0: (laughs) but right. so if we were going to grade this movie what would you grade it Tracy
1: Uh, I'd probably go like A minus B plus really enjoyed it Um, not a perfect movie but really close I mean just really smart really well directed the sound design is amazing the cinematography is really good um. yeah I'd go A minus B plus probably a little more towards A minus
2: okay. I give it a solid A I thought it was intriguing I thought it was different I thought they took risks with the film um, right when I was done watching it I wanted to go see it again because I feel like I, mi- I missed something because I was just so enamored mm-hmm. with the film the way the audience reacted um, when I was in the film um, you know I just yeah solid A for me for sure the cinematography was just fantastic. So,
1: so good. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I think it was really good. I I would probably put it in the B category for okay. me. Um, I don't know that I, I feel like it's as rewatchable. Um, just because once you've seen it, you know how a lot of the kind of thriller suspense movies that I've watched, I feel that way. Like, okay, I've seen it. And maybe I'll watch it once more to see what I missed. But right. other than that, I don't know that I'd sit down and watch mm-hmm. it over and over again. But I I also feel like this was such a huge leap forward for a lot of really good things as far as representation on film. Mm-hmm. Um, that I, I think it's a huge positive uh, for the industry. 100 so. percent
1: agree with that. Yeah. All
0: right.
2: You're not gonna sing us out because you got to be quiet.
1: I could sing quietly. <laughs> so, <laughs> like that's all the time we have, folks. So,
0: like Val mentioned, we are over the next few weeks going, going to do some scary-ish movies. Yeah, since we don't, I don't do like hardcore Ish. horror.
1: I, I I don't mind horror if it's a really smart like, yeah, um, Hereditary, um, Midsummer. I thought were just really smart. The Witch. Um, I don't the like. The Witch
2: was scary as crap. Yeah,
1: but I don't like films that are graphic for the sake of being graphic. Mm -hmm. Um, If the story calls for it and it's there, I don't mind it, but I don't like the gratuitousness. I don't like Eli Roth. Mm -hmm. I don't like the hostile films. I refuse to see those. Um, So, but yeah, we'll be talking about more of just spooky, not spooky, Supernatural, spooky, yeah. Halloweenish. Yeah. Some kind of fun kind of with like Halloween. The, the Disneyland, the Mickey's party where it's yeah. the not so scary no, Halloween, so scary. Halloween yeah. party. Yeah. There you go, the not so scary yeah. Halloween
0: party. <laughs> um, and so and next. Next week we're gonna. <laughs> yes, that's exactly right. I have no. I'm not ashamed. Um, next week we're going to talk about Ghostbusters. Yes, one of the my favorite
2: OG Ghostbusters. Yes.
0: And then um, on the 14th we have a very special episode with a special guest, and we'll we'll give some more details as that comes closer. I'm but, excited for that episode. Yeah, it's going to be really cool. Um, so we're we've got some fun things, and we're going to talk about Psycho on that one. Yes, so
2: great
1: film yeah but there's a really cool uh component to that there's a charity going on uh for for cancer research and it's it's such a great film so that's gonna be a really fun conversation
0: yeah i agree so it's gonna be a lot of fun a lot of cool stuff coming up this month you want to stay tuned <laughs> great he found something to sing. when i was right if you have any feedback <laughs> for us, you can send that to at movies that make us.com. Uh You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all the places. And wherever you hear or listen to podcasts, you can
1: find us there too. On the strolling, Stolen, strolling. The we stolen Droids Network. We on just the, relaunched our website. Yeah, that's right. StolenDroids.com is yeah. a brand new website. That's our mothership. It looks really sharp. Yeah. Yeah. It is Shout our out mothership. to producer Colin.
2: Soup's cute, Colin.
0: Soup, soup's cute totes adorbs and Zon Zon, Zon? Is and that Zon yeah that's
2: <laughs> what is what that mean. what we're calling him now do I that's have like to
1: that's what the cutscenes and in Cupcakes. no you don't Some have to that's what okay. the thank
2: you they're yeah. calling him
1: Zon Zon and it was just well, I'll fantastic I'll leave it up to those
2: ladies <laughs>
0: <laughs> alright well thanks for listening and we won't see you at the movies